Rise and shine, liberty loving patriots. It's fantastic Friday for Liberty First. Woohoo! Here we are. Here we go. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, thank you, everybody, for joining me here today. I'm just going to start off this morning. We are this morning. <laughs> In a really long day. I'm going to start off today with some really good fun for you, just like we did yesterday, uh, just to give you a good laugh. Here we go. Ready? One, two, three. Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little. Oh, sorry. I don't think that one's working. Let's try. Oh, glory be goodness. Let's try that one. Time they want. That's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade. Oh, great day in heaven. Is it going to be one of those days? Is it seriously going to be one of those days? Here we go. Let's try this now. In exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security, what we have now is a completely okay. population obsessed with as you put up with it. All right. Here we go. We'll back up again. <laughs> try again. Uh, back here to the host panel. You know what? <sighs> I think I'm just going to start over again. <laughs> We're just going to close out and start over. Ready? Woo! This is the, the fade. Yay! Woo, 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 woo! There we go. Uh, back to the beginning. Rise and shine, liberty-loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K-R-I-S-A-N-N-E-H-A-L-L.com, where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. So glad to have you here with me this afternoon, this fantastic Friday of Liberty First material. Thank you for joining me. I just wish that uh, every, you know what? Everything from this day, this moment forward is going to go fantastic for this show. <laughs> just saying. I even remembered my coffee cup of liquid. I think it's, I think my, my drink of choice today is ginger beer, which by the way is not alcoholic. It's like root beer, but made with ginger. My most absolute favorite drink on the planet, ginger beer. In my most, one of my most absolute favorite mugs on the planet, which you can get at chrisannhole.com. Woohoo! <laughs> I don't know what happened to my volume on my other stuff, so that's going to make problems for us here. Hopefully, JC will be back. Would you guys mind hanging with me for just a moment while I uh, just bear with me? And in your chat room, let me know if you hear what's going on, okay? This is, let's see. So I'm going to try to put up Carl in here again. And then we're going to see which of my little magic views here on my panel of magic views will give me sound. Are you ready? Here we go. Sorry about the experiment today, but I have, wouldn't you know, I have lots of videos to show you today and they mean nothing without sound. And the sound was working perfectly yesterday, uh, but for some reason it's not working right now. So let me try this. Ready? Here we go. Test number one. Which means, of course, any time they want. Okay, that's not registering. 
maybe I should go here. Let's see, look at these properties. All right, we'll try one more time. Nope, that one's not working. How about this one? This is the one that wasn't working before. Oh, goodness gracious. Uh, let's see. I don't even know. JC's not here. I don't even know how to make this work. They're supposed to be working, but I'm looking at my little dials here, and they're just not working, which is really, really going to be a big problem for me today. Let me go here. See, we don't have, for some reason, the audio capture has fallen off my little things. I wonder if I can add them here. Audio output capture. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Does this work? Willing to trade yes. away a little. Yes. Now it's not the view that I want you to see. So let's try this. Are you ready? Watch this magic because Chris Ann is amazingly magic. She is good at magic stuff and she's going to make the magic happen. Are you ready? There we go. Ooh, look at that. Yes. See, don't you guys see on, on, on the big talking heads, you don't get to see this kind of stuff. And if you're listening and not watching on YouTube, I'm really, really sorry because you hear me talking and you don't see anything. So you don't even get to see how amazing this is. Look at that. Yes, here we go. I'm singing to you because some of you don't get to see what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just teasing. If you want to know, I'm sorry. You got to go to the YouTube. Here we go. Now I get to start you off with Carlin. And just like I wanted to, here we go. As long as you put up with it, which means, of course, any time they want. Because that's what Americans do now. They're always willing to trade away a little of their freedom in exchange for the feeling, the illusion of security. What we have now is a completely neurotic population obsessed with security and safety and crime and drugs and cleanliness and hygiene and germs. There's another thing, germs. Where did this sudden fear of germs come from? in this country. Have you noticed this? The media constantly running stories about all the latest infections, salmonella, E. coli, hantavirus, bird flu, and, and Americans are, they panic easily, so now everybody's running around scrubbing this and spraying that and overcooking their food and repeatedly washing their hands, trying to avoid all contact with germs. It's ridiculous and it goes to ridiculous lengths in prisons. Before they give you a lethal injection, they swab your arm with alcohol. <laughs> It's true. It's true. It's true. It's true. I'm so glad I got this working for you. I can't. Uh... <laughs> there you go. Mark Powell says, hey, we're getting a class on behind the scenes podcasting in real time. There you go. It's totally the way this works. You know what? That, like I said, you don't get this with the big guys. And, you know, Chad, I'm really, really sorry that we're not going to be in Granberry next week. I, I did the most depressing thing today. I canceled all my plane tickets for uh, the Texas trip that we were having in Granbury this week. 
that was so, 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 so very, very upsetting to me. Something I didn't want to do, and I waited to the last weekend. David Weekland, thank you so much for your super chat. So happy to have you guys, uh, have all you guys who support us. Can you believe how spot on George Carlin was back then? This is just proof that human nature never changes. And so I wanted to show you some things this, this, uh, that have happened in the last 24 hours. I actually have a series of videos. Remember yesterday I showed you what was happening in Greenville, Mississippi, Wednesday night at the church where the people were getting tickets in their cars for being at a drive-in church service the very same evening of the day when the governor of Mississippi encouraged everybody to go to church and have drive-in services. Now look at what we've got. Now we've got the same old, same old happening all over again right here in Greenville. Listen to this. Oh, there we go again. Uh, let's see which one did I get to work. Oh, wrong button. Uh, in central business. Why Let me go ahead and back that up again. I think what I have to do, I'm using this off of JC's uh, channel here. So let me back it up. So again. if the church is considered a, uh, in central business, why do the church have more limitation on it than the business I work for? So if the, the business don't have a, 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 a limitation, we got 40 employees. We got customers buying cars right now as I'm sitting in my car speaking to you. Uh, but the church can't have drive-in service, but this business can have customers everywhere, have employees everywhere, but the church can't have a drive-in service. So, so this is a pastor, and you guessed it, in Greenville, Mississippi. Yesterday, apparently there was a conference call with the mayor, and the county attorney, and they're talking in Greenville about having churches because of what happened Wednesday night to Temple Baptist Church. Now, I want to show you uh, another video from the same pastor. This is the he, he was. He, this is the same day. This was yesterday. After he had the conference call, he said, "Forget it. I'm having drive-up church." So you let them do what you want, do what they want. And so he set it up to have drive-in church that night and he recorded it. Praise God, he recorded it. Listen to now listen to this. Look at this y'all. See the Greenville on a church property. Now, for those of you who are listening and not watching, what we're seeing is, and I am not exaggerating, actually a parking lot full of police cars at the church. It looks like every single police officer from Greenville, Mississippi, is in this church parking lot Thursday night. They got more police here than they do on the corner of Nelson Street. This in Greenville. They got more people at King James Bible Baptist Church and they do Nelson Street, Kayla Street, Carver Circle. I'm a pastor of a local New Testament church. 
Look at all the police cars. Now, I want you to pay attention to this video as he walks up on these police officers. Remember, these police officers are there because the church has advertised and announced that they will be having a drive-up church service. That means the people are going to come in their cars and sit in the parking lot and listen to a service in their car. The pastor's going to preach in the parking lot and the people are going to sit in their cars. These officers are here because they say that this violates social distancing. Now watch these police officers. They at a church. Look at this, y'all. All these we they 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 heard through the grapevine we're having service at six thirty, and there's more police cars at a church service. Yes, this is King James Bible Baptist Church where Pastor Hamilton, where I'm the pastor of the church at. I'm a good citizen. Ain't breaking no law. Ain't selling no drugs. I'm just preaching the word of God. And look at all these police cars here. I mean, our service don't start until 6.30. This is America, private property of a church. Look at this, y'all. It's more, it's more police pulling up. They ain't done. Yes, sir. I got, I, got, I got a letter from my lawyer, too. Yep. All right, let me pause here because I want to go to another version of this video so that you can see... Uh, you can see what's happening in a, in a more abridged version, okay? This, you, you've got to watch this. Now, remember what I said. You've got to watch for, watch for the, uh, the social distancing of the police officers, okay? Did I get the right one? You get an order from the government. Yeah. No, no right. No, the government, our right don't come from authority. It comes from the Bible. So the authority does not. Let me back that up. Let me show you what that officer just said again. Okay, you ready? He said, we got an order from the government. Your rights have been suspended. No, the government, our right don't come from authority. It comes from the Bible. So the authority does not have the, the right over the, the Constitution. We're talking about constitutional law, the first, second amendment, the U.S. Constitution that was given to us by our forefather. Tate Reed can't give it, take it away. Mayor Eric Simmons can't take it away, nor the police officers. It can be suspended. It can't. By the military, that's military order. No. He said it can be suspended by the military, by military order. Are you, are, are you, are you freaking kidding me? See, this is a kind of, of indoctrination that has infested the American mind. Now, don't give me no jokes about it being Mississippi and all the Mississippi jokes. We ain't hearing the Mississippi jokes. I want, I want you to understand this is what is all over America now. These th th people think that their rights can be suspended by military order and that somehow an order by the county which contradicts an order by the governor equates to a military order. So let's, let, let's, let's keep moving here. I want, I want you to see this. Where are we? 
see the rest of this. No, the government, yeah. our right don't come from authority. It comes from the Bible. So the authority does not have the, the right over the, the Constitution. Now, watch we come the, the Constitution law. The, the first, second amendment, the U.S. Constitution that was given to us by our forefather. Tate Reed can't give it, take it away. Mayor Eric Simmons can't take it away, nor the police officers. They can't. No, he can't. Hey, look at y'all. I'm a good citizen here. I don't sell drugs. Look at the police. I'm, I ain't, unless I'm just a pastor, I got police officers here, y'all, like I'm committing, like I'm robbing or I kill somebody. This is what you, they don't have this when a murder is in Greenville, y'all. Now watch. He's fixing to walk up on these officers. And remember, they're there to stop the people being there for violating social distancing. Watch. They don't have this type of traffic when, when, when people commit murder. I'm from, I'm from the devil, y'all. Look at this. When I sold drugs, I never seen this many police officers. Never seen it. When I was a drug dealer, I never seen that many y'all come. All right. Here. Never. There you, oh, my goodness. He keeps swinging past that camera. All right. Does that look like social distancing to y'all? Does that look like social distancing to y'all? It does not look like social distancing So, y'all, this is happening in, in Greenville, Mississippi, the poorest part of the United States of America. It's more killing Greenville, more drugs on the corner, and look where the police officer's at. Police officers at the church to shut down a church. And he said, what? I mean, seriously, guys, this is, this is out of control this is out of control you can't tell me that this is the america that we want to live in something's got to stop and something's got to stop soon this garbage that we've been teaching our oath takers in the academies is being manifested in society today i know i used to teach at the law enforcement academy here in florida i know i teach oath takers police officers deputies and sheriffs all across america i know what they're taught they tell me they're not taught what i teach they don't know the value of our rights. They don't know their duty to protect and defend our rights. They don't know the duty to the oath that they took that I do solemnly swear that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of my state, so help me God. They don't know that. They don't even know what that means. An oath is a promise to the people they serve. Most of them have on the side of their vehicles, protect and serve not protect and rule over. Then you have this indoctrinated mentality. Oh, we just, we just here to enforce the law. We got nothing. To, we, we can't make any decisions. Are our officers so stinking brain dead that they can't look at something as obvious as this and say, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Something is wrong. A normal, moral, ethical, thinking human being 
just walking around in a situation like that ought to look around and go, whoa, wait a minute, back up here a second. This doesn't feel right. And instead of saying this doesn't feel right, this per one particular officer says, your rights are suspended and the government has the authority to su suspend your rights. This is indoctrination into idiocy. Non-thinking automaton robocops. Did I say they all were? No, I did not. Because just as I teach all over this country, there are lots of officers, lots of sheriffs, lots of deputies who are stepping up and have stepped up and said, heck no, I am not doing that. But this is what we must demand in our communities, America. You're not going to have the right mindset in your protect and serve people if you don't stop the stream of indoctrination and you don't vet your police chiefs and your sheriffs and ensure that they are the right thinking people. This officer must be a reflection of the mentality of the police chief. Must be. Because if he's not a reflection of the mentality of the police chief, those officers wouldn't even be there. So the police chief of Greenville, Mississippi must be an indoctrinated automaton robocop that believes that his only job is to enforce the law, whether that law is just or not. See, Rosa Parks did not have to get arrested. A thinking, moral sheriff would have said, Miss Parks, this law that says you have to sit in the back of the bus because of the color of your skin is not a just law, and that's not the America that I want my child to grow up in. So here's what I'm going to tell you, because I'm a just sheriff. I'm a thinking sheriff. I'm a moral sheriff. Here's what I tell you. I'm going to sit right next to you, Miss Parks, wherever you want to sit on this bus. I'm going to protect and serve you, Miss Parks, as we drive all the way to your house, and I'm going to escort you, Miss Parks, all the way into your home, because that's what a moral sheriff does. That's what a just sheriff does. That's what an American sheriff does. These officers that are are indoctrinated into this enforce tyranny, no matter what it looks like, mentality are anti-American. And I know that's going to tick somebody off, but I can't help it. It is the fact. It is the fact. And now it's coming after the church. Now it's coming after the church. You don't think this is an attack on the church? How about, how about this one? Come on, give me the picture. <sighs> Lord have mercy. There we go. That'll work. Officer, Office of the Governor of the State of Montana. What is today's date? 
Today is April 10th. Yesterday, Governor Steve Bullock issued a directive providing that certain magical creatures may travel throughout Montana to perform essential services. The governor of Montana says that the Easter Bunny is performing an essential service. The Tooth Fairy is, support, is, is providing an essential service. He says magical entities perform essential services outside the scope of human ability. The tradition of Easter egg hunts has been celebrated in gener by generations of Montanas. Montanans. The Easter Bunny performs the essential service of hiding Easter eggs, supporting the chocolate egg industry, and bringing springtime joy to Montanans all over the state. Further, all dental services, including magical ones, are considered essential services, especially during a time of increased consumption of chocolate eggs, yellow peeps, and other related spring treats. The Tooth Fairy is uniquely qualified to perform the service of lost tooth collection to remit payment for lost baby teeth. Other magical entities, including but not limited to elves, unicorns, and friendly dragons, are also considered essential workers, provided they maintain a comfortable six-foot distance. Visits to homes for magical purposes is essential travel. Therefore, in accordance with the authority vested in me as the governor of the state of Montana, I hereby direct and fo the following measures to be in place in the state of Montana effective immediately through the end of the emergency. Magical entities, including but not limited to the Easter Bunny and the Tooth Fairy, may freely travel into and through Montana to perform services essential to Montanans. Magical entities must leave behind a gift, for example, eggs, chocolates, or the fair market value of a baby tooth at every home they visit and must follow social distancing guidelines. This directive does not modify, abridge, or limit the effect of any other statute administration, administrative rule regulating magical entities. Authorities, Esther Watkins Arnold, the Tooth Fairy, Marjorie Williams, the Velveteen Rabbit, and all Montana children, young and old at heart. The directive is effective immediately and expires at the end of the emergency. Nothing in this directive limits the authority or discretion of the Tooth Fairy, the Easter Bunny, or any fairies, gnomes, elves, unicorns, or friendly dragons to perform their essential functions as they see fit. The governor of Montana has deemed Easter egg hunts essential services, the Easter Bunny essential services, fairies, unicorns, and the Tooth Fairy essential services, but churches are shut down in Montana. Clergy are not allowed to go to the hospitals to administer last rites or to perform any service to their people because the Easter Bunny gives you an essential service, but your pastor does not. Can I show you something back here again? I want you to see this. This essential services. He declares these as essential services. And he says, let's see. 
the tradition of Easter egg hunts has been celebrated by generations of Montanans. Well, I guess the people of Montana just found church yesterday. They just started worshiping yesterday. So there isn't a long tradition of the essential nature of churches in Montana. Because obviously if there was a long tradition of essential services in the church in Montana, surely the governor would have listed church as an essential thing along with the Easter Bunny, along with the Tooth Fairy, unicorns, and what have you. Hmm. Can you imagine if the governor had put on some display that was so obviously a matter of racial bigotry instead of a display so obviously in religious bigotry? There'd be, uh, there'd be businesses burned in the streets. This is, this is out of control, America. This is absolutely out of control. And I just have to ask you, how much longer? How much longer are we going to do this? We've got super chats coming in. Drywall, thank you for your super chat support. You guys are just awesome today. JD, thank you for your super chat before report Kata. That's like two days in a row. Thank you. Super chat challenge, Kata says, we'll match this $10 for the next two super chat donors. And up right away comes no trash in heaven with the $10 super chat. This is absolutely nuts. This is fascism. This is Soviet fascism. I mean, we don't study our own history, so how can I actually, you know, try to talk about Russian history? Russian history, they shut down the churches, they made churches illegal, but everything else was not. But it's okay. It's okay to mock the Christian. It's okay to be a religious bigot. Just don't be a bigot to anybody else. You know, don't ever come out and say the 147 genders is wrong, but then mock those religious believers. This isn't just, you know, let's just be clear across the board because synagogues are closed in Montana, churches are closed in Montana, yes, mosques are closed in Montana, any kind of worship gathering is closed in Montana. So this is not just simply a, a, an attack on Christianity, this is an attack on all religious assembly, all freedom of religion. Why? Because the body of Christ and a body of believers are the most united, passionate people that there are. See, Kata actually um, lived up to their tradition. You got to tell me, Kata, are you, are, are, are you, do you gender identify as male or female? So I stopped trying to dance around this thing. 
matched No Trash in Heaven's $10 do donation. This is not okay. This is not okay in any way, shape, or form. A church is a private corporate club. It is not a public assembly. It is a private assembly. The government doesn't have authority to dictate private assemblies. They only have, the, they only have a, a minimum authority over public assemblies. So, I don't know what to tell you guys. I'm just going to keep reporting until somebody gets tired of it. I'm going to keep showing it to you. I'm not going to let the, this hide in the mainstream media. The mainstream media is not covering this. Of course they're not covering this. They don't want you to get angry. I want you to get angry. I want you to stand united and, and execute your peaceful protests. The power of unity to peacefully protest what is happening. Now you have the governor of Illinois in a public display, in a public town hall meeting saying, I am not going to give you, I'm not going to give you your right to assemble back until there's a vaccination. Dragon's Talon. Ooh, the, 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 the match challenge is happening right here. The, 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 <laughs> the chat, the uh, super chat challenge. Dragon's Talon has met Kata's $10 challenge. Woohoo, this is kind of fun. It's kind of like, like, like watching the, the thermostat grow. I like that. That's fun. Thank you for your support, guys. Boom, Dragon, match you. <laughs> You guys are so funny. But I want you to get angry. I want you to see you're getting punched in the face. We have so many peaceful ways to end this, to protest this. We've got to do something. We've got to organize. And we don't need to march on Washington, D.C., we don't need to march on our state capitals. It's enough to protest at the local level. This is where this is happening. Except for, of course, the governor of Montana. The governor of Mississippi said churches are essential. It's Greenville that's, a, that's, that's handing out citations for people who aren't. By the way, the, the, the pastor that I showed you earlier in the show, he actually went ahead and had service. You can go to his, his, um, his Facebook page and watch the service that he had. Kara does the $10 match. Dragon's Talon, 10 back at you. You guys are awesome. See, this is fun. Rabbits. We do have an alternative to the super chat. You can go to chrisannhall.com. You can donate right there at chrisannhall.com. There's a donate button on the top of the page at chrisannhall.com. You can also become a supporter by texting IMPACT2020 to 33777 and then following the instructions as the texts come through. 
So you go impact 2020 to 333777 and then you follow the directions all the way through to the end and you can be a supporter that way. Or you can go to chrisanhall.com and hit the donate button and donate there. Angel Eyes over Texas, thank you for your super chat. Wow, you guys are on a roll. Y'all must be sitting around saying, how can we support Liberty on Friday? Blue Ridge, 20 bucks. Yes, thank you guys. Investing in Liberty is the beginning. Thank you for really appreciating what we're doing here. You know what I want to do? I want to read to you, I want to read to you Amy's letter again because it's been a couple days since I read that to you. And I want us to, I want us to be able to see this. This is important. I want us to be able to hear this. Now this, this letter is available at chrisannhall.com. You'll see it, it's called A Vision of America in 2021. Amy Manley is a beautiful 19 year old woman, young lady. She was homeschooled. And for the last seven years, I can't tell you how many of these podcasts she's listened to. Seven years since she was 12 years old. Probably longer than that. I'm pretty sure that uh, Amy's mom was listening to the Chris Ann Hall show before uh, Elizabeth came on as an intern. So for at least seven years, Amy's been listening to the Chris Ann Hall show podcasts. They've attended my training classes. As a matter of fact, I did a private training session for their homeschool group in a park. That was a lot of fun. And I want to read this because this is such an incredibly touching article. And I'm going to go ahead and put it up on the screen here for you. Maybe I won't. Oh, Lord have mercy. I need, I need, uh, I need JC to help me. Y'all need to contact JC on the internet and tell him he needs to get back on the air because Chrisanne can't manage the technicalities on his her own. There we go. One, two, three. Hey, more podcasting lessons from Chrisanne live as we move. That's not what I wanted to do. Stop it. Ready? There we go. All right. Now we can make it bigger so you can maybe read it a little bit better. All right. By Amy Manley. It's 4th of July. We have banners hanging, fireworks set to go off, hot dogs and burgers roasting on the fire, and corn and salad ready. Friends will be coming over. The banners that we have flying are inside our house. We can't hang them outside, but they still look pretty. The burgers and hot dogs are being roasted inside in the oven because we can't have an outdoor fire. And the police will be here too, but they shouldn't keep us from celebrating. We get to sing a song with our friends while they sit in their cars. It's a new one. The government wrote, us, wrote it for us. We can't sing any of the old ones. Now we were going to read the Constitution or the opening lines of it like we do every year, but we can't. Not if the police are present. Maybe when they leave, we can sneak, try and sneak it in there. It's so nice to be able to celebrate our freedoms. Everyone arrives. We wave at them from our front door. The police go out and are standing between the cars. They're nice men. They offer to help us with the fireworks. We can't really tell them no. They say we can only set off four of them because of the toxins they release in the air. The same reason we can't have an outdoor fire. They say it's for our safety. 
and that they are there. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. They say it's for our safety that they are there. I believe them. It's nice to have the government looking out for us. We only have a few hot dogs and burgers because that's the only amount we were allowed to buy at the store. We don't have any buns because the manager at the store said the government stopped allowing breads to be sold. And we tried to make our own, but we were found out and we got punished. The police came and destroyed our garden, but they gave us money to buy food. I'm glad we have the freedom to buy food with their money. Our friends are not allowed to get out of their cars, but we say hi to them from the door. One of them tries to read out of the Bible something about our freedom in Christ. The police officer smashes their car window and they're taken away. At least I've memorized some of the Bible so I can think about it in my head. They should have known better. We're not afraid of the government. We just know they want what's best for us to keep us safe. It's 2021 and I'm glad we live in such free times. History repeats itself, it's the year 2020. I think of the Israelites, they begged God for a king, God gave them a ruler. They became slaves in Egypt. It was nice there. They had food to eat, they had places to live, they had to work, but at least they had work, others didn't. They could get married, have kids, laugh and smile, but they were slaves. But they celebrated the freedom that they had. And yet, because they were slaves, they were told what to do what was against God's law. They were commanded to build idols and worship gods that were false. They had a king, but now they had a great separation from God. Because they were in bondage to a king who was against God, even when a deliverer came, they got mad. They said it was better before he came. Before freedom comes for us, it will get harder than it is now. But through one man's obedience, a nation was freed. They didn't think life was so bad. They didn't see their need for freedom. They cried out because of the pain, but didn't want to pay the what freedom cost. So they stayed a slave. God has given us freedom, freedom to worship him. He has given us a free will to choose him or not to. Evil will fight until death to rule the children of God. Will the children of God fight until death to be ruled by their true king? You may think it's a sin to fight, to go against the rulers set in place. But I think it's a sin to stand by and allow evil to bring you into bondage under itself. If we stand by and let the evil live among us, then we are becoming the evil itself. I think of Noah. The world seems so similar to those times when he lived on the earth. Sin runs rampant. Evil has soaked its ugly fingers into the dirt we live on and has begun to devour anything in sight. Why does God not stop it? How can we fight for what is true when others just stand by and watch? I think of Esther now. A whole nation was going to be killed. Esther was called because of her heart. Now I think of myself. I think how little I am. How I can do nothing. How I feel as if the world will become corrupted and evil as I sit here and fight a losing battle. Then I think again. Moses. One man with a pure, righteous, godly heart led a nation to freedom, whether that nation knew they needed freedom or not. He obeyed God and God changed the world through that one man. Noah, one man 
with a pure, righteous, godly heart, led his family and the rest of the world to freedom from sin in one in the old world, whether they knew they needed it or not, he obeyed God and God changed the world through one man. Esther, one woman with a pure, righteous, godly heart, saved a whole nation and led them to freedom from death, whether they knew of her or not. She obeyed God and God changed the world through one woman. God is not looking for bloodthirsty men and women. He is looking for righteousness. His eyes roam throughout the world looking for those who are committed to Him. Righteousness, purity, godliness, a heart that will obey His commands as soon as they exit His mouth. He is looking for righteous you. History repeats itself. Are you going to be the one? The one who stands alone honoring God in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation? Are you going to be the one who obeys God in the quiet of the morning or in the battlefield of freedom? Will you be the next one? Though none go with me, still I will follow. This is just amazing to me. This is just, how can you not be inspired by the words and the obvious anointed heart of a 19-year-old young lady who loves liberty more than life. I think about that and I have all these people, all these people who claim to be Christians bowing, bowing before the idols of government. Oh, it's just temporary. Yeah, that's what the Egyptians thought. Oh, it's for your own good. Oh, it'll be okay. God will bless you if you just pray. Well, this is the day that we live in. These are the times that we have. This is a message that I gave that's going out over the wire in Illinois. I was interviewed in Illinois and maybe it's not going to happen because they're buffering my signal again. <sighs> there we go. And sorry. This is going out on the wire in Illinois, an interview that I did not too long ago, uh, actually just a day or so ago. I want you guys to let me know if you're in Illinois and you're hearing this on your newswire, you're seeing the articles being published about this. I want to know how far and wide this is going. So let me show you if I can remember which one it is that has the volume on it. It may take me just a second. Are celebrating the most important event of their faith this week, but the services must be held online. We live in a very difficult time, and uh, I would suggest that... By the way, this is the governor of Illinois who said that you don't get to have public assembly until there's a vaccination. Now, I want you to think about that for just a second. The governor is saying you can't have a public meeting again until there's a vaccination. 
Do you suppose that once the vaccination comes on the scene, he's going to automatically allow public meetings? I mean, what would be the worth of, of having a, a vaccination if it was just the existence of the vaccination? No, you just wait. Remember the bracelets that we showed you yesterday? There'll be no public meetings until you can prove that you've been vaccinated. They won't have to mandate your vaccination. They're just going to say, look, if you want to go to this assembly, if you want to go to your church, you're going to have to be able to prove that you've been vaccinated. We can give you this handy dandy little electronic bracelet or we can make it even easier because the bracelet might break. We can just go ahead and put a chip in your wrist. Don't worry. Your HIPAA records, your, your medical records will be HIPAA protected on the chip. Only authorized people will be able to read them. But just tap your smartphone and a picture of you will come up and will either say that you've been tested and you're safe or it'll say, no, you're not safe. What's the check and balance on something like that, by the way? When you have an electronic chip and a government-approved attorney, a a government-approved doctor dictates what's on that chip. How do you know that chip can't be hacked? How do you know that what the doctor's putting in is what's really showing up? And how do you know if you become an undesirable to the government? You know, somebody who speaks truth in a podcast, perhaps, or a pastor who wants to go ahead and have church, following the word and the will of God in spite of what the, you know, what what the government says. Even though they've tested, even though they've vaccinated, what's going to keep the government from showing that they haven't been, that they're a dangerous society, and now all of a sudden they're eliminated from everything? You see, that is every science fiction movie that has ever been made. Seriously. Is not every science fiction movie and futuristic movie about government, about uh, um, statist government and technology all about the enemy of the government having their electronic data manipulated so that everybody thinks they're a bad person. Just saying. So let's go. This is the Illinois wire. That unfortunately we're, we all should start to think about how we're going to use technology in order for us to gather, in order to hear our pastor or a rabbi uh, you know, or our imam or whoever we worship with, you know, to listen uh, to them and to worship online, perhaps by video or by phone. What if you're elderly and you don't know how to work this stuff? Goodness gracious. I know people who are not elderly, 65, 70 years old, who don't know how to work this stuff. Frankly, there's half the time I don't know how to work this stuff. What if you're so poor you don't have a smartphone? What if you're so poor you don't have internet? What if you can't do this? Does this now open the door for government, universal government internet? Universal government cell phones? Now let us not forget that if the government can hand out universal government internet, then the government holds the gate key. And once again, messages like mine will inevitably disappear. Um, And to connect with family in the same way, the way to do it. I've heard people using Zoom. 
Did you hear that? Not only are you not allowed to go to church, but we need to think differently in the new America about how we visit our families. I'm telling you people, I don't even, we don't even have to make this stuff up anymore. Um, there's uh, a funny term I've heard for Passover Seder, a Zader, uh, Zoom Seder. It is very important that you do not gather in a place of worship or in somebody's home with, um, you know, with other families or even with your family. It's important that you don't gather. Oops, wrong one. It's important that you don't gather in a worship center or other people's homes or your own homes with strangers or with family. But go ahead and hang out at Walmart and Lowe's. JC and I went to a farmer's market today on the side of the road that was packed out. We went to Lowe's. There were, t oh, where are we at Lowe's? Yeah, Lowe's. Tons of people. You can only go to the government-approved places because they have the magic fairy dust that says, essential, therefore safe. The, the virus sees the word, the magic fairy dust essential, and goes, ah, and runs away. I just, I can't get over that. We're not allowed, sorry, we're not allowed to actually see our families anymore, spend time with them. Can I just connect some dots for you? If you cannot meet physically and have physical conversations with people, that means every conversation that you have is now monitored and controlled by the government. Even the conversation that you have with your grandmother is monitored and controlled by the government. Don't even tell me we can talk on Signal or WhatsApp. Do you realize who makes those things? The government funds them. The government's not going to fund something that they can't get a back door to. Google makes what's, I think it's either Google or Facebook that makes WhatsApp. Don't tell me WhatsApp is safe. It's convenient, but it's not safe. There is absolutely nothing in electronics that is unhackable. And our government employs the greatest hackers on the planet. And they operate with, with deep, deep, bottomless pockets. If they don't live with you, um, it's, we've got to protect each other. And this will not last forever. But this is one Easter, one Passover that you're going to have to... Uh, do something unusual. Oh, it's just temporary. I want somebody to tell me, just tell me when in society was government stripping you of your rights ever temporary? I make that challenge. I double dog dare you. I do it because it's not possible usual on the way that you worship and I ask you please to do that for all of us. Our constitution on the on the US level and our constitutions on the state level recognize the right of the people to uh, worship according to the dictates of their conscience as a fundamental and alienable essential right. An essential right which 
throughout history has been recognized to the essential nature of life. And it's where people uh, who, who are distraught or have needs go, even people who don't regularly go to church will go to church knowing that that's a place where they can find compassion and where they can they can have their needs discreetly uh, met and and get the mercy and understanding and compassion that they need and when we relegate that to just simply an online service what you're doing is is undercutting the full function and the essential nature of the church so when you have a government that can define the, 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 what an assembly can be. And to say to step outside those parameters of assembly will find you in jail is a government that can create despotic laws and then eliminate the opposition to those despotic laws. And there you have it. That's what they're trying to do. They know they're creating despotic laws. I don't think anybody can get away with saying that these are not despotic laws. They're absolutely and completely outside the realm of the Constitution on both the state and U.S. Constitution level, which makes them despotic. So they know what they're doing. They're not dumb. They just think we are. And they know that if they can make us afraid to assemble, then they can do and run over us in the most powerful manipulator ever invented on the planet is fear. So I will end today's show with a quote from Samuel Adams. No people will tamely surrender their liberties nor be easily subdued when knowledge is diffused and virtue is preserved. But on the contrary, when the people become universally ignorant and debauched in their manners, they will sink underneath their own weight without the aid of foreign invaders. And there you have it. America is no longer sinking because of Al-Qaeda. We're no longer sinking out of fear of ISIS. My goodness, we're not even afraid of an invasion through Mexico. The Mexico, the president of Mexico shut down the Mexico border. So you can't, you cannot complain that we're under foreign attack. Because what we're being attacked by is our own fear. And we're being manipulated. We're being manipulated. But it will come. It will come. I will keep preaching truth as long as they let me keep preaching truth. But you know me. I may just be the most optimistic person that you know. Because I know it will come. History says it will come. One day, sooner or later, it will come. The people, their patience will run out. Their tolerance will be all gone. And that day will come. It will come. And I'll be here. I'll be here. Giving you the same message. Giving you the same education. Come with me. 
libertyfirstuniversity.com. Get educated. There's so many of you have already signed up, and I'm so grateful for that. Sign up now and get educated. Get empowered. Get ignited. Get organized. Don't forget to get your Got Liberty shirt at chrisannhall.com and our other shirts that are available, all our Liberty gear on there. Thank you for joining me, everybody. Don't forget to hit the thumbs up on the way out. I want you to know, and I don't just say this because I'm on the air. I pray for everyone every single day. I pray for this country because every day my heart weeps for our once great America. But I know, I know the day is coming. God bless you guys. See you next week.